Hey y'all, it's Dr. MC and we are back with episode seven. Yay, how exciting. Um, so this is a new month and we have a new theme for our new month. And uh, in the last episode, I talked about how I was really excited about the theme for August. And so the theme for this month is Reset. Um, so <clears throat> for those of you who have been following my social pages, you're well aware <laughs> that, um, reset is what I've been talking about and where the Lord is leading us this month. So, you know, the episodes for this month are pivotal. Um, I feel like there is a, I'm going to get like real deep with y'all. <laughs> I feel like there is a shift that's happening spiritually um if i was really being in the spiritual realm um and god is moving us rapidly into a new season uh it requires obedience though and it requires a quick yes um not that any other type of yes is like rejected by God. It's just there are consequences and there are different outcomes for all of your actions. And so um, reset is really getting us prepared for that quick yes. So that as we journey into this next season, the harvest will be incredible and overwhelming. So um, today, today. I am talking about resetting our understanding and expectation of the enemy's tactics. Um, so I'll break that down and, you know, really examine what we've thought about the enemy, what we've been taught about the enemy, what we um, may currently feel uh, and think about the enemy, and then really get into um, what tactics the enemy uses to trip us up, to kill, steal, and destroy, right? So, all right. Uh, I want to make sure we open up a prayer and then get right into it. Like I said, this, this month has been a little bit more weighty for me in terms of feeling like I'm responsible for sharing, um, heavy, heavy messages and information, um, but all great stuff, right? So I'll uh, open us up with prayer and we'll get right into it. Heavenly Father, we thank you for another day. We thank you for another opportunity to come before you and to talk about your word, um, to talk about the ways that culture and the culture that we live in um, and in all of its dysfunction, uh, where that meets Jesus um, and brings us to a point where we can be well and live well with Christ. Um, we ask right now that you walk us through this journey with resetting uh, our mind, body, and our spirit. Uh, we ask that you <sighs> allow our hearts to be open, sensitive, understanding, and eager to make the changes that you want us to do, um, to 
try something new, to start from scratch, to really reset so that we are walking in your will and your purpose, um, even if it feels very contradictory to the way we've done things before, things that may have worked even, um, or the way that we've been taught. Uh, we want to follow your will and we want a fresh anointing. We want to walk into new seasons. And so um, your word says that you don't want to put old wine or new wine, excuse me, in old wine skins. <laughs> we don't want them to burst. Uh, so we want to reset so that we are made new and we are prepared for that new wine that you'll prepare um, in us. And so uh, again, we thank you. We ask that you just continue to rest your presence on this podcast. We ask that um, you continue to speak to everyone who is um, listening, watching, and um, anyone who is sharing this information. Bless them. Uh, answer prayer requests, give them peace, give them comfort, and again, lead them and guide them into this reset. Lord, we love you. We thank you. And we honor you. We ask all these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So um, reset, reset, <laughs> resetting our expectation and understanding of Satan's tactics. I know for myself, and I imagine many of you, uh, you have learned and perhaps envisioned Satan as this red uh, two-horned monster that has a long slithery tail and evil eyes and an evil voice and is just intimidating and scary. And it's you know, an image that is plastered throughout media, whether it's social media, um, movies, cartoons, like everywhere. If you think about a devil, um, that's probably, again, the image that comes to mind. Uh, and I didn't even really think about that until God gave me this particular episode. And I was like, wow, you know what? <laughs> that is deceptive. And so, um, again, in talking about resetting our understanding of who Satan is, um, but also his tactics, um, it's important to understand what your basic level knowledge is, um, or what the, what your base is. That's a better way of saying it. Um, so what did you learn as a child? If you learned, you know, as a child, um, if you didn't learn about Satan or didn't believe in Satan until adulthood, what did you learn? Uh, where did you learn it from? So again, for myself, I, you know, have the image of the month, the red monster with two horns and long slithery tail. Um, and I always, particularly as a child and it ventured well into adulthood, believed that Satan was um, very dark, very sinister, evil, um, just a menacing kind of figure and presence. So my belief in terms of his presence was that I would feel scared. I would feel cold. I would feel, um, like I needed to get out of there or run away. 
um, if, you know, I was in a place or around a person um, and his tactics, uh, you know, from, again, my understanding, my base level understanding was that, you know, he is someone who is vicious and ferocious and, you know, attacks with all kinds of vengeance and ugliness and um, he's just he's out to kill you period so anytime I, and I'm not one to use the phrase um, oh it's the devil you know I I don't know I just didn't grow up like that I don't I, I understand that the enemy uses tactics to trip us up um, but I also believe in personal responsibility. And so a lot of times I would look at situations and go, no more either that was you. You made a choice. You thought of something. You did something. And so in really getting a clear understanding of how that base level, that base level knowledge, excuse me, how that frames the way that I view the tricks of the enemy, the way that I view Satan himself. Um, it's important because it puts me in a position where I don't think Satan's coming unless it's menacing, dark, angry, red, horned, slithery, and evil. <laughs> and when we look in the word, yes, there are, you know, terms like evil and um, kill, steal, destroy, destruction <laughs> that describe the enemy, but those aren't the only ones. <laughs> um, and so, uh, in resetting that understanding, it's important to go to the word. It's important to, you know, once again, you've got that base understanding of, okay, this is, you know, what I think Satan looks like, feels like, does, does not do. Um, take that to the next level and go to the word and say, God, well, what do you have to say about all of this? And I think, again, that's something that I know I'm I'm not going in the Bible to look up, you know, Satan and his tricks and tactics. Like I'm reading the Bible to encourage myself to um, find peace, to um, feel comfort, like so many different things. And so, again, you know, looking at the word because uh, I want to study and understand Satan more like that isn't even crossing my mind. So when you look at the word, um, Ezekiel in particular uh, talks about Satan and uh, the physical appearance of Satan. Um, the Bible also describes, and I believe it's in Ezekiel, um, the talents and gifts and positioning of Satan. So Satan, um, at, before the fall, was an angel. And Satan was an angel in charge of a ton of, from my understanding, other angels. Um, now, as y'all can see, I have not done a deep dive. Again, like, 
we're transparent in the bug land. <laughs> and so um, my understanding is um, not one where, like I said, I, I go in and I study like about the word in, in regards to Satan and what Satan has to do um, in the Bible. Um, so this is from, you know, conversations that I've had with my husband who studies the word um, and other, you know, uh, references that I've that I've experienced in regards to Satan. But Satan was put in charge over a group of angels and Satan is described again in the book of Ezekiel as so beautiful, so magnificent um, and as one of the most talented angels of all talented particularly in the area of music so take you know again that base level understanding belief that i have of satan and juxtapose that to what the word says um and in describing satan as an angel who had all this beautiful you know jewelry um who well gems is the correct word <clears throat> all right y'all apologies uh for those of you listening and or watching that are moms you understand that sometimes uh your children are in a state of mind a state of being where they interrupt things <laughs> so i apologize for the interruption um, but what I was discussing is the Bible and its description of Satan and being this beautiful, bedazzled angel that has a magnificent skill and talent, uh, musically, musical talent, excuse me, and is in charge of a bunch of angels. Um, and then the... And also, it's important to understand, we don't know how long Satan was acting as this angel and ruling over other angels before he decided, mm, I want to take God's place. And then God, you know, um, sentenced him to be the enemy. Um, so it could have been a very long time that Satan is just out here with all these gifts and talents and managing these angels and doing his thing, right? Um, per the authority of Christ. And um, not looking like, again, this dark, menacing, red, slithery monster, but a very beautiful, uh, admirable figure. And so, you know, we're aware that um, <clears throat> at a certain point, Satan took a turn for the worst and uh, God punished him as a result. And the punishment was, um, you know, it was extensive. Um, but part of the punishment is uh, being condemned to hell. And so... <sighs> It's important to understand as a believer that the enemy is not going to show up perhaps every now and again, but not necessarily show up as 
the red slithery monster. The enemy is probably going to show up as that beautiful, talented, charismatic, gifted angel. And it's imperative that we reset our understanding of not only Satan and the image um, with the word, but also his tactics. Because if you're expecting the enemy to attack and be menacing and angry and violent and mean, there's some things that you're going to avoid. There's some places you won't engage, you know, go to. There's some people you won't engage with to avoid that, right? But if you understand that the tactics are deceptive, um, that the enemy is prowling around trying to figure out who he can devour, um, that the enemy uses the weakness of your flesh against you. And in order to do that, the enemy needs to be packaged in a way that's enticing to you. So um, an example of that, again, we're transparent here in Above Land. So I'll give a personal example. Um, for a, a while, the enemy used relationships to put me in a position where I was tripped up and a victim of the enemy's tactic, tactics, excuse me. And so <clears throat> these relationships weren't like, it wasn't the menacing, uh, you know, ugly, angry ah, person. Like I'm not attracted to that person. I'm not dating that person. Um, but the enemy would use a person who was understanding, was compassionate, um, was intelligent, checked off the boxes for me in terms of things that I liked. Um, and then hidden within that package um, was the abuse, was the um, belittling of myself and my character, uh, was the pulling me away from my faith and my belief in God, um, isolating me from people who cared about me and, and really loved me. Um, and manipulating and controlling me. And so I, you know, wasn't, again, I, I hadn't reset my understanding of the enemy's tactics and again thought, hey, this is my fault. <laughs> it's me. Um, and in some cases, absolutely, it, it, it was my fault. <laughs> um, but also being able to recognize that the enemy packaged something that I liked, um, the enemy hid, excuse me, in a package of something that I liked, manipulation, abuse, controlling nature, um, narcissism, uh, just mistreatment. Um, that was the part that maybe would have helped me get out of relationships faster. Know that, hey, a red flag really is a red flag. It's not something that you can change. It's not yellow. It's not going to turn green. 
it's going to be red and stay red. Um, and would have saved me a lot of heartache and heartbreak, right? So in resetting your understanding of the enemy's tactics, the enemy is going to tempt you with things that will pull you away from God. Um, so the enemy, his mission is to kill, steal, and destroy. So he's going to send things your way that will kill your intimacy with Christ, um, that will destroy the healthy and godly ordained relationships that you have. Um, and he's going to send things that will steal the joy, the peace, the love, the fruit of the spirit that Christ has given us access to. So um, knowing that you immediately, I hope you immediately <laughs> can do an inventory or realize that, oh, wow, there are some situations that I've been in. Maybe you, like me, have been in relationships and you're like, oh yeah, it was packaged very well. But inside that package was a bunch of deceptive, demonic foolishness. Um, and you'll be able to take that and recognize the enemy for who he is, as opposed to falling victim to his tricks and schemes. Um, the other thing that's important to realize is that oftentimes our, in our culture, celebrities are a huge big deal. And oftentimes we look at celebrities and we idolize them. Um, I haven't really talked about idolatry a whole lot. It's another um, topic for another day. But idolizing people for their gifts and their talents and um, the creation, idolizing the creation and not praising and worshiping the creator is a huge no-no. <laughs> um, it is something that um, I don't know if, if you know, I should quantify the level of trickery from Satan, but I think it's something that is one of the top tier tactics <laughs> that he uses to trip us up. And <clears throat> by that, I mean, if you have a celebrity that is beautiful, charismatic, super talented, um, relatable, then it's very easy to pay attention to follow, become obsessed with them and want to emulate them, want to follow every thing they're doing, every step they're taking and consume whatever they're giving you. Um, and that can be used as a big distraction from the life you're supposed to live in Christ and from the work you're supposed to do with Christ. So being aware of that, being aware of the celebrities, the influencers that you follow. And again, you may think it's innocent, like, oh, I'm never going to like meet this person or, um, you know, they haven't done anything wrong to anybody. They are just, you know, genuinely a good person and um, just really talented and gifted. Um, but again, they're a distraction to your intimacy with Christ, to your walk. Maybe they you're getting tripped up because um, I use music a lot um, because it's something that I really enjoy. Um, if you are following an artist and their songs are uh, laced with sexuality and 
um, you know, things, sensuality and things like that, and you are trying to be abstinent, you probably are going to get tripped up continuing to listen to and consume music of a sexual nature. Um, and again, you may justify it by, but it's really good. It sounds really nice. It's beautiful. You know, I'm just, I'll, I'll use that when I'm finally married or in a situation, um, that, you know, is a covenant, you know, before God, um, marriage covenant, um, again, another topic for another day, but you know, I, I just listen to those songs in preparation for that moment or that, you know, season in my life. Um, don't fool yourself. <laughs> if it's something that is tempting to you, it, if it's something that is going to trip you up and not lead you to Christ, lead you further away from Christ, it's a trap. It's a trick. It's from the enemy. It's just packaged in a beautiful package. And so... Um, those are things that you want to take steps to, uh, repent from that kind of behavior. So the first thing that's important with that is if you realize, you know, that, okay, my understanding of Satan and his tactics are like really elementary. Um, they are just completely off in, in, in terms of what the word says about Satan. Um, take some time to study the word. Um, like I said, the book of Ezekiel talks about uh, Satan uh, in particular in great detail. Um, but, you know, there are other books. Satan is mentioned in Genesis um, and throughout the Bible. So Job, you know, reading the book of Job is a great way to understand and get a better understanding of Satan. Um, so do that. Take some time to study the word so that you can increase your knowledge and then um, take an opportunity to go to the Holy Spirit and say, hey, reveal in me the areas where the enemy has packaged himself in a beautiful way and it deceived me <laughs> so that I can start the process of elimination. God may have you get rid of things. Um, I recently saw a post about uh, someone who had a painting and God had instructed them to throw the painting away and they delayed it. And then finally they were like, you know what, just do it, be obedient. Um, and, you know, again, for some people, they may be like, but it's such a beautiful painting. It is, it, you know, I found it in this, you know, obscure place and it was created by this really renowned artist or whatever the case may be. Um, but if it's something that's paganistic, if it's something that is um, created for the worship of a false god it shouldn't be in your house if you're a believer like there's there's no reason for you to have it it shouldn't be beautiful <laughs> to you um and you know again god may convict you about some things that you're like hmm, i didn't even realize that that was something that god wasn't pleased with or something that i was attracted to because you know i was falling into a trap of the enemy and I'm just going to go ahead and get rid of it. Um, and it, it may not be everything. I know I always think of when people start talking about crystals and sage and different things. Um, the fact that I have an amethyst, um, just a, a stone. Uh, and it's, it's a it's a good size stone. Like I couldn't wear it as jewelry, but it's really beautiful. 
And I imagine that if some people walked into my house and saw that, they'd be like, ooh, what is that for? Um, and it was simply a gift that was given to me because I love the color purple. <laughs> That's it. Um, God has never convicted my heart to throw that away, get rid of it. Um, and I imagine because one, it wasn't created for the purpose of worship. Um, two, it wasn't, you know, consumed by me for the purpose of any kind of enlightenment. I, I don't even know um, what a, an amethyst is for. I know that, you know, for people who use crystals, they have different meanings and different beliefs. I don't know what those are. And so I never used it for, you know, to get some kind of healing or anything for any um, reason. It wasn't an, an object of idolatry. There we go. And so because of that, again, God has never said, throw that away, get rid of it. You know, it's just, it's going to be something probably I'll put in my office as like a paperweight because <laughs> it's pretty. So you really have to seek out the Holy Spirit for that one because that one is more personal. Um, and what one person may be called to do, you may not have to do. Um, and then the other thing that you want to do is repent. So if there are areas where you've allowed the enemy to trick you and trip you up, repent. And again, that means turning away from that behavior. Um, ask God to cleanse you so that you are not in a, a situation where you are um, vulnerable to other tricks of the enemy um, because maybe you're regretting having to get rid of a relationship or stop listening to a certain type of music or um, hanging out with particular friends. Um, you know, re true repentance means that, again, you turn away, but also part of that process is saying to God, I'm surrendering to your will and submitted to it. So that what you have for me and what you want me to do is more important than anything. And so, you know, you will be eager in expecting relationships that are godly relationships. You'll be expecting music that's godly music. Um, you'll be expecting things that, um, you know, not they're not going to replace that stuff because you don't want to replace things that you didn't need in the first place. But they're going to be much better than what you had because it's not from the enemy so again um resetting our understanding of satan and his tactics is imperative right now and you know taking the steps to look at um your base understanding and how it compares to the word taking the step to ensure that uh, you are clear on how Satan has perhaps packaged things in a beautiful manner for you. Um, asking the Holy Spirit to reveal that in his word to you um, and then reveal to you the areas where you tripped up, <laughs> where you're caught up by Satan's tactics um, and then repenting, taking that step to repent so that you can be healed. You can be delivered from that bondage because that's what it is. Satan wants to keep you bound um, and God wants to set you free and he wants you to stay free um, so that you can continue to live and walk in the freedom of Christ. And that's, you know, that's important. Um, that's 
accepting that the kingdom of God is here for us right now and operating in it freely. So that's the episode for today. <laughs> I um, hope that this was helpful information. Uh, please share this with people who might be at a stage, particularly those Christians who are younger in their walk. Um, share this with them so that they know like, okay, this is what I should look out for um, so that they understand that you can go to the Bible and learn about Satan in different scenarios and different circumstances um, to help you prepare for, you know, those traps that he's trying to set um, and be encouraged. Know that, you know, God always provides a way out of temptation for you. Um, you always have access to it. So um, take that access, you know, and embrace it. Um, I am, like I said, episodes have slowed down. So uh, there are two episodes a month. So we'll have another one for this month. And, um, you know, it'll be about the topic of reset again. And uh, we will, you know, continue on this journey. So I appreciate y'all. Y'all been rocking with me now for a couple of months, which is amazing. And um, I'm excited about, you know, this next episode in regards to reset and um, just looking forward to the future with this. You know, this has been an amazing journey for me. Um, it's been, this was a quick journey. This was like, okay, guy, you want me to do this? I'm going to start tonight. <laughs> So to see it played out, to see how God has walked with me through this is just incredible. So again, I appreciate you all. And um, I look forward to hearing comments, questions, anything that you have. And I will see you for our next episode. All right. Take care.